Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shaper Work podcast and for today's episode we have with us Mr. Ariman Thakkar who is the executive director of Landmark Cars Limited. Hi Ariman, thank you for joining us. Yeah, hi Ajit, uh, thanks for having me on your podcast. Happy to have you. So to begin with, could you take us through your career journey so far? Sure. Uh, I think uh, I started working uh, actively post my uh, masters uh, from Warwick Business School. I came back to India uh, in the year 2017. Uh, I initially started working with uh, uh, another group company of ours called uh, uh, Policy Boss or uh, Landmark Insurance uh, having and uh, then uh, uh, after having worked there for some time uh, for close to two years made the switch to our automobiles business uh, towards the end of uh, 2018 early 2019 i think uh, auto has always been a uh, area of uh, great passion for me since i was uh, young and uh, i think growing up uh, i think this is where i thought that i'll make my career in and i've worked in different roles uh, and different departments within uh, landmark cars since 2018 Uh, in the year 2019 i took maybe a 3 months uh, sabbatical if you may call it i went got an opportunity to intern or work with uh, autonation in the us uh, autonation is one of the largest uh, automobile chains in the world being listed company running close to 400 retail outlets and touch points across the united states so when that opportunity came i took a 3 month 4 month break uh to see and learn as to how if landmark is to get to that size how do we kind of uh, take some learnings from there and since then i've been back here and uh, uh working uh in different roles and uh, uh now i'm a director at landmark cars awesome so uh, could you please share the remarkable story of landmark cars with us and its impact on india's automotive industry Sure, I think uh, so. Landmark uh, was founded back in 1998 by my father uh, Sanjay Thakkar. He was a first-generation entrepreneur, not having a background in the automotive trade. They started with one outlet of Honda cars uh, in the city of Ahmedabad, and having and he is he was born and brought up in Bombay, not having any roots in the city of Ahmedabad. but i think that is just where the opportunity came up and uh, uh, he and he had a partner at that time uh, who decided to take it up uh, i think that is what kind of set the that is where the journey of and the roots of landmark kind of began uh, in gujarat it was uh, of course the right place i think the right time as well but then what they did i think is what i i believe is what uh, actually led to the strength of landmark i think from 1998 one dealership now we are currently at 116 outlets uh, representing eight manufacturers spread across eight different states and union territories of the country 
So from 1998 to now, I think we have steadily grown as has, of course, the Indian auto industry. But I think Landmark has steadily outpaced the growth of the Indian auto industry. We were amongst the first to actually completely professionalize the entire management team and the management structure because the, the our father being based in Bombay uh, had to set up a professional approach and a team from day one. So I think that really worked in our favor uh, looking back. It, there was a clear differentiation between the ownership and the management of the business, I think, which has really helped us to kind of grow and excel in all the brands that we are in and steadily acquire uh, uh, more brands and more territories as we have uh, continued down our journey. Definitely, I must say, come a very, very long way from 1998 to 2023 and, you know, from starting from one dealership to now having 160 or more than that. So... Now that we've spoken about how far the company has come, we would also like to know that where do you want to take this? Maybe five years down the line, how do you see the company growing? And what other range of services do you provide? So I think Landmark currently, I would say, is the largest premium and luxury car retailer in India. I think that is where we are focusing. And I think we have done many industry-first sort of initiatives as we have gone along. I think currently, apart from just selling cars or uh, doing the servicing or what we call the after sales of the cars, we are trying to provide an entire ownership experience for the customer. We have, we have uh, large ambitions in the used car place, used car space where uh, now from now going ahead, you will see us play a quite an active role in that area to develop that. I think we will focus, we will do it in a slightly different way than what you have seen maybe some of the other newer players try uh, across. I think we have figured out uh, or we think that uh, we have figured out a model which can work and deliver growth and profitability for us and our brand. So that is an area which is a key focus point for us. Apart from that, we have also entered in a big way into the vehicle or the automotive car care industry and the space where we have actually tied up with global brands such as Motor One from Australia, uh, Permagard out of the US, where we are offering uh, a car care products such as uh, graphene coatings, paint protection films, uh, vehicle disinfectant treatments, uh, sun films, etc. to the customers that we service. So these are, apart from just being doing the sales and service and also the finance and insurance, which many, many other small and medium-sized dealers also do. We are trying to expand the business offerings that we provide and then finally be the one-stop shop for uh, the customer's vehicle ownership needs. And uh, the idea being that once he becomes a landmark customer, I think uh, we want to keep him within the umbrella for the rest of his vehicle ownership uh, buying history. Definitely. So all the best for whoever comes in line for you. I'm sure it's going to succeed and going to go a very, very long way. So my next question to you is how Landmark Cars leverages its partnership with remote OEMs and to offer a diverse range of premium vehicles that cater to preference of Indian consumers. So I think Landmark, the, the thing with Landmark is that we have started with OEMs by taking one dealership in one city or uh, one or two outlets and then have steadily grown to become their 
largest dealer partners in the country. So be it Mercedes-Benz, uh, Honda, Volkswagen, uh, BYD, uh, Electric, uh, Jeep. We are currently their uh, largest partners uh, in the country. We are also amongst the leading partners for Renault, who we represent. And we have tied up with uh, MG Motors just uh, uh, a few weeks back and started operations uh, for them, uh, with, of course, the ambition to uh, grow much more. And we are very clear that we want to be in the premium and luxury space uh, now and also going, going ahead. So the premium uh, auto industry in India is going to be growing at almost two times the, the, the growth of the overall auto industry. So if the auto industry will grow at approximately 8% from now to 2030, the expectation is that the premium industry will be at least two times that uh, uh, growth. So and there have been many studies recently. I think, as you know, uh, and you would have also experienced, I think India itself is premiumizing. I think uh, the, the younger buyers, the new age customers are actually looking to move up the value chain, not only in automobiles, but in all products and services that they consume, be it white goods, be it iPhones, be it vacations. So I think that is the, the area where we feel we have our strengths in. I think the strength of Landmark has historically been its customer service, its uh, uh, spread and its uh, accessibility to the, the premium car buyer. And that is where we think that we will leverage that strength and continue to partner with brands who are in the premium segment, who have ambitions of making it big in India and who can uh, help us serve the customers better. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree with what you said that the Indian market, market is definitely premium and with younger generation coming into the picture with their disposable incomes increasing, they just want everything premium, best of quality. So definitely, yeah, there's a change. Yeah, you are right. So uh, just one more statistics uh, in case uh, it's of interest to your listeners. I think the average age of, for example, a Mercedes car buyer has also come down from the mid 40s to the mid 30s. Uh, so an average S-class customer a few years back who was in his mid to late 40s has now come down to maybe a 35 to 38 uh, average age. Even just yesterday, the new Mercedes, today, sorry, the new Mercedes GLC, which has been launched. I think their uh, vice president of uh, sales and marketing has actually said that the average customer profile of a GLC buyer is between the age of 26 to 35. So that I, that kind of backs up what we are saying that the, the younger generation is preferring premium cars. And I think that is the, going to be where the industry uh, is going to go. So my next and last question to you is something very similar to this topic that we have been discussing that is about millennials and you know high net worth individuals. So how are millennials and HNIs leveraging the luxury car trend in India and how this in turn helps to uplift the sector and economy? So I believe that India had great amount of latent demand for the luxury and the premium automobile market. I think luxury if you look at the luxury car industry compared to the overall auto industry, it is anywhere between, it is less than 1.5 percentage. So if uh, the Indian auto market will reach around 4 million cars this year, then it is 
the luxury car market is going to be anywhere between 40 to 50000 cars only now that and and i think the the potential of india is significantly more i think what uh, covid did is that it kind of accelerated that switch where people maybe call it the yolo effect or uh, what i think there was something where people said that okay now if we have the ability and the means to do it maybe if you are if this is the only life then let's kind of go and live it the way we want to and uh, uh, i think with the newer generations i think if you look at the the uh, the new uh, the founders of startups or the new millennials or the the gen zs who are kind of coming into the ecosystem now who are at uh, well paying jobs or entrepreneurs or uh, family businesses i think they are much more comfortable to uh, showcase their success to the world i think whereas maybe the generations prior were a little conservative in that approach so uh, i think that is the switch that we are experiencing uh, on ground and uh, i think that this switch is going to be here for a long time and uh, i think we are at the beginning of this uh, journey right now or transition awesome arivan thank you for taking time and joining us this episode i'm sure many people will agree that it was indeed a great session to to talk with you about the world of the industry yeah thanks uh, archit it was a pleasure to be here uh, with you for this podcast likewise a very big thanks to all listeners for tuning into this episode thank you